Imagine never buying another freelancing course again. Imagine having one website that has everything you need in building a service-based business. Imagine getting inside a practitioner's mind for over 10 years and not a self-proclaimed overnight success. Imagine learning from people who were ahead of you and holding you by the hand. Imagine learning from real practitioners and not fake gurus. Imagine learning how to create a business and build long-lasting relationships. Imagine you don't need to learn any hype, unethical persuasion and really focus on what matters. Imagine profit, balance, discipline, work from home and freedom. Create processes and systems, simplifying your life but building wealth. Imagine there's a community that can give you this. Imagine there's one place full of lessons that you only need. No hype, no BS, no annoying life coaches who keeps on shouting at you. Again, imagine never buying another freelancing course. Don't imagine, it's here. Welcome to Article and Design. We've been waiting for you. Join the world of Article and Design Pro, where your dreams are transformed into reality. Where you earn a living you can be proud of. Where you can get paid often and set clients for life. Where you build a business and not be a freelancer forever. Join us and become an ND Pro member. I am Ethan, Article and Design's AI voice. Go to www.articleanddesign.com and see you there where the water is fine. If you're a freelancer or business owner, the Article and Design podcast is a must-listen. Hosted by experienced freelancer of over 10 years, Margaret Sulapas, Article and Design podcast covers a range of topics that will help you run your business more effectively. You'll learn about time management, marketing, pricing, and more. And because it's made by freelancers for freelancers, you can be sure that the advice is relevant and useful. If you want to improve your business skills and knowledge, tune into Article and Design Podcast every Saturday. Now listen up and enjoy the show. So guys, tonight we're going to have a to discuss a very um parang ano ba, um very controversial topic kasi um not really controversial but yung topic na parang laging question ng mga freelancing freelancers. Paano kami yung price? Paano ko i-factor in yung mga ano ko, expenses ko? So I will give you a simple pricing formula. And of course, I will uh, suggest to you or over the years sa aking freelancing business and uh, sa mga sa experience dance ng aking team, ano yung pricing method na nag-work talaga? Okay? Probably most of you, hindi na siya ano, um, bago sa inyo, but we're gonna um, hihimayin natin siya ng content, no? Dahan-dahan. So, hi, Ed. Uh, I'm happy to see you here, Ed. <laughs> So Ed is our member of our 6 a.m. club. Guys, if you want to know more of, of our 6 a.m. club, just go to our community.articleanddesign.com. So a little reminder lang um, before we proceed sa mga pricing, because I want you to know that as freelancers or gusto nyo maging freelancer, I wanted to let you know this, okay? As freelancers who wanted to make it for the long haul or in the long haul, we have the following things to remember, okay? First is, we design our projects to fit to our life. Otherwise, you're still employed, okay? You will understand bakit ko to sasabihin when it comes to pricing formula um, mamaya. Bakit ko to sinasabi, I mean. Um, as freelancers is, we design our services, our projects, our tasks sa ano natin, sa life natin as a freelancer. Not na dinedesign natin sa, uy, how many hours mag-work ako? Dapat ganito, ganyan. Hindi ganon. Otherwise, employed ka pa rin. Di ba? Yeah, I mean. Next is, of course, when pricing or considering your prices, guys, you have to take note of the whole freelancing industry. Okay. Anong ibig ko sabihin? 
Ito yung tinatawag natin na race to the bottom, if you're familiar with this. Okay, nakikita natin to mostly sa mga freelancing sites, eh, like Upwork, Fiverr, etc. Uh, mga online jobs, PH, mga ganun. It's always a race to the bottom. So, nagkakaroon ng disservice sa whole freelancing industry pag ganito ang ginagawa natin as a freelancer. For example, you're going to price a $5 uh, logo design. Okay? Do you think it is reasonable or do you think it's even proper to price that way? If you're pricing really, really cheap, guys, you're actually doing a disservice to sarili mo as a freelancer and, of course, the whole freelancing industry. Kasi ang, ang mangyayari, magkakaroon ng price anchoring yung ibang client. Uy, $5 lang naman pala yung logo doon. Eh. Ba't, ba't ako bibili kay Ed na ano, $500? Dito na lang ako. Okay? So, you're doing a disservice sa whole freelancing industry and sa reputation na mga services natin as freelancers or as business owners. Alright? Next is, do not undervalue yourself. Always kito nakikita, may mga magagaling tayong students, super freelancers, course, pero sobrang ina-undervalue nila yung sarili nila. Hindi ko alam bakit. It could be a lot of factors. Mindset, it could be, alam mo yung ganun, uh, imposter syndrome. Uh, there's a lot of things. But please do not undervalue yourself. Okay? And most of all, tulad sinabi ko last week sa aking webinar sa marketing is, you have to think like a business owner. Iisipin mo, pag nagsimula ka sa freelancing, either part-time or full-time, you have to think, okay, I, this is my business and I will take control of it. All right? So please remember these four things when you consider your pricing and when you're uh, creating your pricing and services. So any comments, please let me know. <laughs> so the pricing formula that I'm going to give you is actually not set in stone. Okay? Anong ibig sabihin? Um, this could be, pwede naman siyang baguhin. Eventually, because along the journey mo as a freelancer or kahit season ka na ngayon, pwede yung pabago-bago yan eh. So, this could be actually your guide. Because I myself, ito yung aking naging baseline. Okay? Sa aking freelancing career. So guys, this is not set in stone. I'm not saying now, okay, this is the only thing that you're going to do. This is the hard and fast rule. Walang ganon. This could be your guide. Just a little disclaimer. All right? Oh, let's start. Margaret, dami mo na sinasabi. Mag-start na nga tayo. Sige. A simple pricing formula. Papasimplihan lang natin. Kasi naguguluhan tayo, lalo na pag may math. Lalo na ako, hindi ako magaling si math. Okay? So, bibigyan ko kaya ng simple pricing formula. How to price your services or how to price yourself actually as a freelancer. So, there are three things that we have to factor in. Okay, when, when uh, pricing our services. So first is the freedom number. Sa lahat ng mga estudyante namin sa Super Freelancers course, I'm pretty sure they are familiar dito. Okay, familiar na sila dito sa term na to. Uh, the freedom number. Tinuro ko to sa kanila eh. Then next is market value. Yung industry standard na sinasabi nila. And third is the client's budget or what I love to call investment. Or Kung hindi, client's budget, let's go into price anchoring. Okay? So, remember these three things when we're trying to, uh, no, when we try to, uh, uh, hihimayin natin yung pricing mo. Okay? So, let's start with the freedom number. And I assume, guys, now you're doing this as a full-time freelancer. Or regardless, um, part-time ka lang, you can actually still apply this. So, but yung sample ka tonight is actually for a full-time freelancer. All right? So the freedom number, what is that? 
So if, as I've said, if you're a student to Super Freelancer Scores, I've discussed this thoroughly, ano yung freedom number and paano mo siya gagawin based sa uh, skills mo na hinahanap mo. Okay? So discuss ko to thoroughly sa Super Freelancer Scores, but I'm going to um, um, give you a context or an overview. Kasi ito yung parang isa sa number one na gagawin mo when pricing your services. You have to find out what is your freedom number. So ano ba yung freedom number, Margaret? All right, step by step. As I've said kanina, guys, we're going to do some maths here. All right? So, tilungan niyo ako. Baka magkakamali ako. So, step one. You have to determine your annual income goal. Okay. So, ano ba yung annual in income, income goal mo? So, lahat tayo, iba-iba. Diba? Iba-iba yung ano natin, mga annual income natin. Baka si Ivy, hi Ivy. Baka si Ivy, uh, her annual in income goal is like a 100,000 um, USD per year. Si Ed, probably 150. Si Ronnie, iba din. Okay? So, you have to uh, determine your annual income goal. Yung goal mo siya eh. Ano ba yung gusto mo? And for example, for this sample lamp, I'm going to use the US dollars, guys. Ano? Kasi this is the universal currency. So, I'm just going to use the US dollars. So, for the sample that I'm going to show you tonight is podcast editor. Okay. So, for example, ako. Ako isang podcast editor. Ang annual income goal ko is $50,000 uh, US dollars per year. Okay. So, and I have, a, I have done my research na this income goal is actually feasible sa, ano, sa, sa aking skills. Uh, what is the annual income goal ng podcast editor? It's around 50,000. So, okay. Gusto ko yun. Yun ang annual income goal ko. Then, i-determine ko, hmm, ilang hours ko pag gusto magtrabaho per day? Yung akin-akin lang muna to, guys, ha? Yung sayo-sayo lang muna to as a freelancer. Um, since freelancer ako, gusto ko magtrabaho ng 6 hours per day lang. Alright? So, 6 hours lang ako. Um, siguro, gusto ko parang 2 hours lang sa spend time ko per client. Okay na siguro yan. So, if we factor in yung um, 52 weeks per year, which is equivalent to, I guess, 2,000, almost 2,000 hours per year, tapos ang gusto mo lang gawin is 6 hours per day. So, ang mangyayari niyan is ang billable time mo is only 90%. Is 90%. So, 6 hours per day ka lang magtatrabaho. So, that is around 1,872 hours per year. All right? So, don't get confused. So, annual income, 50K. Uh, hours per year na gusto mo, trabaho, magtrabaho is 1,872. Kasi, syempre, magbabakasyon ka, magpapahinga ka, or, ano yun, ka konti, di ba? Kasi, hindi ka naman perfect. Alright. So, nandun na tayo. So, given that, so, market tapos na, di ba? So, alam ko na. So, gusto ko lang ng 50,000 income goal. So, ihahati ko lang yan. Alright. The math makes sense dun sa pinakita ko kanina kasi it's annual income goal. But in reality, guys, meron tayong tinatawag na overhead costs and taxes. Ito yung pinaka nakakalimutan ng mga freelancers na iba eh. Kasi when you are a freelancer already, you are a business owner. May mga um, hidden costs na. So what you're going to do next is overhead costs. You have to determine the overhead costs. Um, this is simple lang actually if you know uh, the accounting. So, it's up to you guys. Ano yung mga overhead costs mo? So, you have to factor in everything. Ito, this is just a sample. For example, you have, you're renting a house, $500, or you're uh, paying mortgage. Lagay mo dyan. 
utilities mo, internet, uh, ano pa ba, tubig, uh, etc., aircon, lagay mo dyan. And mga healthcare mo or HMOs ba, yung tawag sa Philippines, and mga insurances mo, lagay mo dyan. Lahat, marketing, uh, yung binabayad mo sa domain mo, sa website mo, hosting mo, uh, business expenses mo, di ba? Ano ba? Ang ginawa mo, bumili ka ba ng printer, and etc. So, um, all things, ilagay mo dyan when it comes to your freelancing. Paano pa, 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 tatakbuhin yung freelancing business mo? And of course, pwede mo din isali yung debt mo. Kunwari, nag-loan ka ng uh, laptop, diba? isali mo dyan. So you're paying $100, parang ganun, sa monthly expenses mo. So total overhead cost, guys, is $2,400 per month. Okay? So uh, just take note of that. So nakita na natin kanina, yung 50,000 is yung annual income goal ko. Then 2,400 yung aking uh, monthly expenses. So I'm, I'm just going to divide it into 12, I mean times that, multiply that into 12 months. So that is around 28,000 pesos. So in reality, ang total annual income goal mo dapat is 78,800. Considering yung monthly expenses mo. Alright? So that's step two na. So, may number na tayo dito. So, we're working on the 78,800 figure. So, factor three, hindi pa tayo tapos. You have to factor in the taxes because we are good citizens. Diba? So, it depends on the country, guys. Uh, I'm not familiar now with the taxes of the Philippines. Um, uh, dito, uh, it's about 20, 30, uh, 30%. Okay, yung tax rate niya. So, it depends on the country kasi. So, you just have to factor that in. Then, Papano. So if 30%, I think yung generic na tax rate sa most ng countries, 30%. So you have to use the decimal, okay? So kanina, yung ating uh, figure na winwork na kanina is 78,800 times 0.30% na yung tax rate mo. Alright? Tax rate mo. So ilan yon? So you have a tax rate of 23,640. So what you're going to do is you add the 78,000 plus yung tax rate mo. Kasi babayarin mo yun eh. Diba? So you have 102,440 annual income goal in reality. Considering your uh, monthly expenses and considering yung tax na babayarin mo. And yung mga insurance mo and everything. So all things considered, your real annual income goal is actually 100,000 to 102,440 per year. Okay? So I'm just using US dollars here, guys, and the sa madali. So yun nga. And then yung kanina, yung sabi mo, gusto mo lang ng 6 hours per day na mag-work ka. So ang total person, uh, ang total billable time mo is 1,872. Ang 100% billable time, guys, guys, as I've said kanina, is 2,000. Okay? Or uh, 2,052. Depends sa'yo. So it's, 52 weeks. Okay? So, gagamitin ko dito 90,000, ay 90% kasi nga hindi naman tayo perfect. So, 1,872 hours per year. So, annual income goal mo na na-compute natin. And then, i-divide natin sa hours per year, 1,872. So, ang minimum hourly rate mo, given this equation, is actually 54.72 for you to reach your annual income goal. All things considered. Tax, Expenses and etc. Okay? Because you're a business owner. Eh? You're a freelancer. Uh, you're not an employed person. Um, you pay for everything. So that's one way to compute it. And another way na mas madali to compute it. And 
maglalagay ka pa ng parang ano pa, yung parang non-billable factor pa talaga. Yung parang may mangyayari pa eh. Yung pwedeng, um, yung 1,872 hours, pwedeng hindi ka makaka-work talaga yan eh. Or meron ka mga extra na ginagawa or binibili na hindi talaga siya mabil-bil. Okay? So what we're going to do is ganun pa rin. So 1,200, uh, 102,000, pound ka kamali lagi. 102,000 K, yung annual income goal mo. Then, uh, 52 weeks is around 2,000 hours. Sabihin na lang natin. And then, um, i-divide, mumultiply mo siya sa non-billable factor. Yung sinasabi ko na pwedeng kung ano-ano mangyari, which is 1.25%, is equals to 64.05 ang iyong hourly rate as a freelancer based dun sa annual income goal natin kanina and sa mga cost mo. So, it's simple, di ba? So, simple lang. So, bakit Margaret nag uh, bakit tayo bakit mo gusto magkaroon kami ng hourly rate in fact sabi mo di ba wag wag ka magbill ng hourly rate yes that's a good question so ako na lang din ang question <laughs> di ba so bakit so, so yeah, let's just use the 64 ano yung hourly rate mo why is it important to determine your hourly rate kasi bakit so you will have a baseline of your value as a freelancer So, may baseline ka na kagad eh. May real uh, annual goal income ka considering all of the things na kailangan mong gagastusin as a freelancer. And itong yung baseline value mo is this will actually increase based on your skills and experiences and sa mga expenses mo in the long run. Okay? So, as I've said kanina, this is not set in stone. But what is important is you have to have a baseline. So, pag um, you computed uh, ang hourly rate mo sa isang trabaho, Siguro yung nakakuha ka ng kliyente, tapos pwedeng um, mababayad lang niya sa'yo is $50 per hour. Sabi mo, hindi. Hindi possible sa annual income goal mo. Hindi possible. So, you have to find a workaround to that. Okay? So, paano mo ma-reach yung $64 per hour mo? Say, for example, you're a website developer and um, you, a five-page website natatapos mo, WordPress website natatapos mo in 10 hours. Okay? So, 64 per hour yung rate mo. So, that is 640. So, may idea ka na kaagad na parang um, 640, tapos yung budget ng client is, sabihin natin 800, kukunin ko ba to or hindi? So, it's up to you. Diba? So, you have a baseline. But guys, hindi pa nagtatapos dito yung ano mo, yung pricing mo. This is just your parang survival rate eh. Okay? Survival rate mo lang to. Kasi nakita mo kanina yung mga sinabi ko lang, annual goal income, tapos overhead cost, tapos yung mga tax. So, more or less, hindi siya yung sobrang lucrative pa. Cause, but, of course, it depends sa skills mo and sa mga experiences mo. I, I would like to uh, put an emphasis on that one. So, um, yun ang reason, bakit na, baka yung pretente na we have to determine our hourly rate kahit hindi natin siya gagamitin as hourly rate. It has to be a baseline. Okay? So let's move. Water break lang ako, no? Guys, please let me know in the comments below if uh, magulo ba, naiintindihan nyo. Kasi galing lang ako sa meeting, so baka mali yung sinasabi ko ngayon. Please just uh, let me know in the comments below if you have any uh, clarifications. Tarp ng tubig. Okay, so we're back. So we have discussed the uh, the freedom number now. So as you can see, uh, you have computed your freedom number. So let's consider the market value. 
Okay, as a freelancer. So, ano ba itong market value natin? So, yung market value simply means yung industry standard na sinasabi nila or what the market offers. To be honest, um, pag dumating ka na sa point na siguro eight, more than eight years ka na nagtatrabaho sa, ano, sa freelancing, parang you, you actually really don't care about the market value. But actually, this is really important. Okay? Important din siya. So, the industry standard or ano yung nasa market. So, in our super freelancer scores, uh, tinuturo namin yung deep test, which is yung finding the market value ng competition mo. So that you have to justify and validate yung mga services mo and service prices mo. So, I'm just gonna give you a uh, parang quick context ng market value mo. For example, pumunta ka sa Upwork, na nakita mo si Juan, yung sabi na lang natin yung example kanina na website, uh, WordPress website, ano? Five pages. So, si Juan, ang service pricing niya doon is $300. Si Julio, nakita mo si $700. Okay? Tapos so, si Marco is $1,500 for whatever reason. Excuse me. So, nakikita mo na may ganitong trend. So, uh, you have to, ano, kayo na yung kumuha ng data, guys, ano? So, you have to qualify that and quantify that. So, kumuha kayo ng data. So, for example, ito yung naging, ano ko, uh, stats ko na nakuha ko. Hmm, okay. At least, I have an idea. This is the market value. So, anong gagawin ko based dun sa early rate ko kanina? Ano bang pwede kong gawin? Parang hindi naman ako satisfied, Margaret, na 640 lang ang charge ko eh. So, paano ko kaya siya gagawin? So, you can actually do a cost multiplier. Okay? So, if 64 per hour ka, tapos tinatapos mo yung website in 10 hours, so that is 640, tapos i-cost multiply mo into 2 times 2, Okay, it's up to you. Ano yung cost multiplier nyo, guys? Pwedeng 1.25, pwedeng 2, pwedeng 3, pwedeng 4. Pero more often than that, yung ginagamit natin is 2. So, cost multiplier times 2 is 1,280 yung WordPress website mo. Then, chinect mo sa market, tama lang ba yung presyo ko? Pasok ba siya sa market standards? So, in a way, pasok siya. Kasi kanina, nakita natin na merong six, uh, 300 um, 700 tsaka 1.5. So, pasok siya. Okay? But, dun ka na babawi sa market positioning mo and then sa i-offer mo na klase ng service. Do you get what I mean? Okay? You can also use this as uh, your, ano, yung pricing strategy mo. The next is, of course, we have to also consider the client budget or client investment or price anchoring. Ano ba yung sabihin niya? Ganito. Um, yung iba, ayaw nila Ayaw nila na parang tatanungin mo na magkano bang budget ng client. Okay? That is true. That is true din. Kasi bakit? Uh, minsan parang ano eh, pinuput mo yung client in a, in a situation na parang pwede maging shameful sa kanya. Kasi for example, yung WordPress development, um, sasabihin niya na uh, $50. Kasi akala niya $50 yun. Okay? So in some ways, medyo uh, may hihirapan tayo if we ask the budget. But I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you this now, guys. It's okay to actually ask a budget sa client. It's actually okay. Alright? Pero titimplahin mo eh. Okay? Titimplahin mo siya. And there, there are a lot of ways how you can ask the client without asking, which I'm going to tell you mamaya pa paano. But you have to know at least you have a parang client budget in mind. The, or price anchoring. Pa paano mo siya gagamitin? So first is just ask the client for the budget. If the client is actually familiar sa industry na, if may alam na siya. Tulad nga nasabi ko kanina, hindi lahat 
pwede tanungin about the uh, pricing kasi magiging awkward sa client yon. So, if the client is actually familiar with the industry or familiar siya sa mga pwede mong gawin, you can actually uh, right away, right off the bat, you can ask the, the client, um, how much, uh, how, what is your range uh, investment on this one? You know, as simple as that. Pwede mong ganunin. Okay? But, yun nga, sabi ko kanina, it's a marketing strategy din. Raram, pakikiramdaman mo. Kasi ayaw natin malagay sa alanganin yung kliyente. And if not, if feeling mo wala talaga siyang alam, it's zero knowledge siya, and baka maya magkamali siya, and nakakahiya naman na tanungin siya, you can actually do this technique. So sabihin mo sa kanya, okay, client, this is what you need. This is what you want us to um, achieve. So um, actually, we did a similar project like this uh, before. Um, we uh, have an investment of around $1,000. So is this within your range? Pwede mo siyang tanungin ng ganun. Okay? So you can see now. So you have an idea now. Ano yung budget ng client or investment na willing siya to spend? Uh, you can ask or you can do a... Ano, you can do um, parang price anchoring. Maglalagay ka ng presyo, 1,000 yen. So at least alam niya na, na, okay, that's an anchor. That's a price already. 1,000 pala yan. Hindi pala yan 100. Okay? So why you should consider this asking the, ano, the budget? Kasi bakit? Um, you don't have, you don't want to waste your time. Because when doing proposals and securing clients, guys, uh, we're actually consuming time. We're doing proposals, contracts, templates, scripts. I mean, we're talking to the clients. Time is equals money. So you have to consider this. Na you surprising your negotiation more. Malalaman mo yung budget. Okay, malalaman mo yung budget. But be very, very careful on this one. All right. So you shouldn't waste your time. You shouldn't waste your time. Because you have to filter. Kung hindi ka pala kaya ng client, if you're not a good fit, then why would you waste your time? Diba? And why would the client waste your time, uh, her, his or her time sa'yo? So, okay. So, are you okay with it? So, it's a simple pricing formula, as I've said. Diba? Napaka-simple lang. Bakit natin pinapahirapan yung sarili natin? But of course, it will depend on sa klase ng services mo. Alright? Because as a writer, you can't charge $640 eh. Diba? So, ang gagawin mo niyan is as a writer, so, i-divide mo yan siya, for example, and then, okay, can I do this? Uh, siguro, $25 per article ako. So, siguro, 10 article. So, how much is that? $250. Siguro, sa tatlong clients. So, that is $750. So, yung mga ganun. So, you you have to um, make it Pause, make it a way na mag-work siya sa klase ng freelancing service mo. Kasi iba-iba to eh. But the, ba the point here na binigay ko sa inyo, you have a baseline. You have a figure. You have to work on that figure. Okay? And kayo na, depends sa services mo, how you package that one. Uh, which I'm going to uh, let you know papano later. So now is which pricing methods work best? So this is basic experience ko and sa experience ng ating article and design team because we're all freelancers here. So ano yung nag-work best? This, as I've said kanina, common na to probably sa inyo, no? But let's try to uh, discuss it here. But first, water break. <laughs> so hi, kila Roland Banyas from Creative Nation Academy. Hi, kila uh, Elaine. Think as a business owner daw, sabi niya. Nasabi niya, Rod uh, Rodara Gales, I. <laughs> no, I. So just a quick water break lang, guys, no? Uh, 
uh, as seventy joules. Yes, you can. But yes, you were able to explain clearly why it's necessary to know the early rate baseline determined by the freedom. Number. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Jules, you know the freedom number, right? Because you're a super freelancer, you know, uh, in Raleigh or graduate. I mean, yeah, you know that one. How important is the freedom number? Okay, so which pricing methods work best, guys? But first, we have to have a water break. So an ad break, I mean, Filipino freelancers marketing Bible will be out on July 16. As I've said kanina, sinasabi ko, meron technique, paano mo malalaman yung client budget, meron technique, how to uh, price yourself sa ganito, to compete the market uh, standards or the industry standards. It's all here sa pricing and negotiating your freelance projects ng course natin, which is coming out on July 16. And I have something for you as a uh, attendees of this webinar. So full disclosure, this topic, yung sinasabi ko ngayon, is just a small part of the Filipino Freelancers Marketing Bible. So sinabi ko na to last week na papatikiman ko kayo ng Filipino Freelancers Marketing Bible, which is ito yon. Okay, this is just a small part. I, I believe this is just 5% of the course na sinasabi ko. Okay, Filipino Freelancers Marketing Bible course, um, as attendees of this webinar, you will get the full course for only 1,000 pesos as attendees of this webinar because I want everyone to know and avail of this course kasi problema talaga to ng freelancers natin. Pricing, negotiating, templates, proposals, scripts, and mga calls. Okay? Or, or yung marketing mo mismo. Alright? So, you will get this for only 1,000 pesos dahil nandito kayo sa webinar na to. And how? This will be released on July 16, 2021, as I've said. And the lessons that I'm going to um, discuss, or I have discussed, actually, I have recorded it. Um, how to price your services as a freelancer, yung different pricing. Hindi lang to. Yung sinabi ko kanina, this is just an overview. Okay? Ito lang yung baseline mo. But in this course, course we're going to dive deep. Paano ka ba talaga mag-price as a graphic designer, as a website developer, as a writer? Yung mga ganun. So lesson two is how to close the steps, uh, how to close the sales in five steps, okay? So there are five steps that we are following in article and design, paano namin makoyang client. And of course, ito yung pinakamahirap. Season freelancer ka na nga, five years, 10 years ka na sa freelancing, hindi ka marunong mag-negotiate, okay? Wala kang negotiation strategy. Unfortunately, guys, yung negotiation strategy, hindi siya inborn, kumbaga. Uh, hindi siya ganun. So... <laughs> Sabi ni Ron Nelly, two gives. <laughs> o sige, hanap ako ng, ng paraan, Ron Nelly. <laughs> Paano maging two gives yung 1,000? <laughs> so, ano, uh, yeah, going back, so negotiation, ang hirap eh. Hindi siya tinuro nung bata pa tayo eh. Diba? But guys, as I've said, um, uh, this can be, ano, it's a learnable skill. So, I'm going to give you a strategy how to negotiate your prices. Pag, alam mo yun, parang parang hindi ka naiintindihan ng client. Kumbaga, how to justify if you need to. Okay, but in all honesty, you don't need to justify. I'm going to teach you a technique, Papano. Lesson four, persuasion technique. My negotiations strategy ka na nga, wala ka naman persuasion, diba? So we're going to teach you that. And lesson five is yung freelancer's marketing roadmap mo. Papano ba? Ano bang mangyayari? Sunod-sunod, step by step. Okay? Lesson six, marketing proposals, contracts and templates. Kung wala kayong copy, wala kayong idea, paano gumawa ng proposal, contracts and templates. I'm going to give you a template, then papalitan nyo lang according to your services. Okay? And lesson seven, guys, is client interview scripts, questions, and preparations. Kung ini-interview kayo sa call or sa email or um, yung mga ano lang, yung mga text or SMS. Okay? I'm going to give you a script 
how to present yourself, how to close the deal, and yung questions na kailangan yung tanungin or your marketing briefs sa clients nyo. And of course, how to prepare for that. And of course, guys, hindi article, hindi kurso ng article and design to kung wala tayong mga bonus. So we have bonus one, which is the client onboarding process. And ang difference nun sa freelancers uh, marketing roadmap. Ang difference nito is that ano ang gagawin mo pag naka onboard ka ng client. Pag sinabi na, okay, Margaret or Ronnie Lee, oh, sige, I'm gonna hire you $1,000 for ano, three-page website. So, ano gagawin mo next? Hindi mo alam? Diba? So, I'm going to give you ano yung process ng onboarding a client. And uh, bonus two is video call or yung communication etiquettes. Kasi may mga clients na bago sila, uh, bago ka nila i-hire because no client in their right mind na i-hire ka nila without talking to you. If you're going to pay you at least $500, kailangan kanila makausap eh. Or marinig man na yung bosses mo. So I'm going to teach you a communication call etiquette. Anong kailangan mo sabihin? Anong kailangan mo mga gawin? Alright? Or paano ko mag-greet sa kanila? Alright? So bonus three is, of course, kung nahihirapan talaga kayo, guys, I'm going to uh, spend 15 minutes sa'yo, magpa-practice tayo ng demo. Magpa-practice tayo na client mo ako, tapos kakausapin kita. And you're gonna close the deal with me in 15 minutes. Okay, so I'm going to give you a script to that and I'm going to do that sayo on one-on-one -on -one interview or demo. It's a demo call. So that's it. That's the Filipino Freelancers Marketing Bible. As I've said, guys, I want everyone to have this because there are a lot marketing okay? uh, si clients. Okay, so I want everyone to have this. So that's why I'm going to give you this course for only 1000 because you're kayo. So webinar na to. And after July 16, hindi na siya 1,000, of course. Diba? Um, you will get this course for only 1,000 because you're here. And just go to, from today until July 16 lang, you can get this for only 1,000 pesos. Just go to artisandesigncourses.com. I'm going to add a link here. I'm going to add a link below para makita nyo. And just enroll today, pre-enroll today hanggang July 16. July 16, we will open the course. Okay? So, from today until July 16, it's only 1,000 pesos. Kasi nandito kayo, narinig nyo ngayon. Yung sinasabi ko. And just go there to the link, articleondesigncourses.com, Filipino Freelancers Marketing Bible. It's only 1,000 pesos. Please, parang awa nyo na, pag-aralan nyo paano mag-market. <laughs> marketing. Kasi ang dami kong nakikita talaga, sablay na sablay talaga sa marketing. I mean, sa client relationship as a freelancer. Alright? So that's uh, that's the new course ng Article and Design. And I'm so proud of this one because this is what I'm using as a digital marketing strategies. Okay, so this, uh, so ko sinabi ni Ivy. Ivy, ito ba yung na-mention mo dati na mag one-on-one -on -one interview practice? Yes and no. Okay, yes, this one is of course the dive deep. And no, um, yung parang sinasabi ko dati is yung sa ating community na parang, ano to eh, um, magpa-practice lang tayo yung parang elevator pitch. Ipapakilala mo lang sino ka. Parang ganun. So, uh, Ivy, ano bang ginagawa mo? Yung parang ganun. But yes, this one is yung one-on-one -on -one interview. Okay? This is the, yung parang mga client communication. Paano mo makaklose yung deal? Paano mo baka kausapin yung client? Kasi most ng clients natin are like English-speaking uh, ng mga clients, diba? So, yeah. Sabi niya, uh, very nice. You're making it happen. Uh. Yes, yes. Uh -oh. I'm making it happen, Ivy, because I receive a lot of emails talaga about this problem. So, I'm gonna make this happen now. Uh. Okay? <laughs> Para matilungan pa yung ating mga kapwa, ano, Filipinos. So, best timing for me since I am a beginner. Yes. Yes. Of course. Saktong-sakto siya sa beginner, but 
Sobrang sulit niya sa seasoned freelancers kasi nandun papasok yung negotiation mo. What do you mean? Pag seasoned freelancer ka, siguro um, kiki, uh, meron ka ng ano, client. Pero ang problema mo, paano mo na ma-increase yung rate mo? So, tuturuan kita dito. Kasi ako guys, I went from like um, $5 or $7 per article until $25 to $100 per article na. So, nangyari siya sa akin ganoon in a short span ng ano, time sa freelancing career ko. Okay? So, I'm going to teach you that. So, this is okay for, this is best for beginners and of course, yung mga seasoned freelancers na walang mga negotiation strategies. Anyways, going back, balik na tayo sa kurso. So, eh, sa kurso, sa webinar natin. So, bakit ito? <laughs> bakit may ganyan? Ah, yung dati ito. <laughs> Sorry. So, guys, so which pricing methods ang mangyayari, ang, ang nag-work best? So, first is per hour pricing. Okay? Unfortunately, uh, kahit hindi ko to siya favorite, nag-work siya pa rin talaga. Kasi may ibang clients na dito sila, dito sila, ano eh, mas kampante. Uh, give me, give an hour pricing. Kasi ang ginagawa nila, sinasali ka nila sa bill nila eh. Okay? So, biglang sasabihin nila, okay, babayaran ko to si IV for 10 hours per, ano, per week. So, magkano yung, ano mo, sabihin natin kanina, 60, 64 per hour. So, babayaran ko si IV, uh, sasali ko sa company expenses ko, $640 per month or per week. Okay? So, yes, guys, the per-hour pricing still works. Okay? So, you can still use this. But, personally, I really don't suggest this. Ang sinasabi ko is yung per-hour pricing is your baseline. Baseline sa uh, pricing na gagawin mo. And what do I suggest? Yung mga susunod na mga pricing na nag-work. Ano? Fixed rate or per-project. Okay? Sabihin natin, yun nga, yung sinabi ko kanina, website development, uh, Pwede mong sabihin, 640 plus cost multiplier na 2. So, depende sa'yo. O, ilan yung cost multiplier mo. Napakaganda ng fixed rate or per project, guys. Kasi yung client, nakikita niya agad yung price anchoring mo. So, pag sinabi mo 1,000 yung website mo, okay, it's crystal clear 1,000 yung website ko pala na ipapagawa sa kanya. So, anong gagawin natin, um, um, Ed? So, uh, 50% deposit, plus the rest is, ano na, after yung ginagawa ka na yung, ano mo, yung website mo. So, mabilis. Mas mabilis is sa client yung mga fixed rate or per project na basis then Okay? It is helpful sa kanila. So, that's also working. Next is, of course, eto. This is largely um, tinuturo, yung value-based pricing. But please listen to this. There is something, this could be wrong. Okay? Depende sa application mo. Depende sa mangyayari. Alam ko na this is one of the best pricing methods na kailangan yung gawin, pero magkakamali ka dito. Pwede kang magkamali dito pag hindi mo tususundin yung sasabihin ko ngayon. So you have to listen carefully. Bakit nagkakaroon ng problema sa value-based pricing? So what is value-based pricing? Ang ibig sabihin ng value-based pricing actually is pricing your work based on the estimated economic value it will provide the client. Simples. And ibig sabihin economic value, Margaret. Yung, yung ano lang, yung profit sa business niya. And take note of the operative word here is estimated. Hindi siya sinasabing actual value. Okay? So estimated. So value-based pricing is estimated economic value na mabibigay mo sa client. Alright? So uh, we're clear on that one. So ano yung sinasabi ko kanina na pwede kang magkamali? dito sa value-based pricing. This will go wrong if you have not established your value and the client is not familiar with the industry. Bakit? Parang ganito. 
Um, logo. Okay, logo and brand identity, sabihin natin. Ito yung pinaka, ano eh, pinaka, nakakaroon ng issues, di ba? <laughs> oh, kasi may Canva, may everything, mga ganun. So, that's another story. So, lo- kunwari, logo and brand identity, ang gagawin mo. So, sabihin natin, nag-charge ka ng 1,000. Okay? Sabihin natin ganun. Or 1,000 for a business card, sabihin lang natin ganun. Uh, but because you said, it will give them this value. So, parang pag may business, business card ka, oh, makakuha ka ng ano, kayo kliyente. But is it? Actually, hindi, di ba? Hindi mo matatrack sa business card na yun. Kung, or sa mga letterheads, or mga ganun, sa logo na ginawa mo, yung ano, yung uh, value or leads na papasok dun sa client. Hindi mo siya exactly uh, convert or matatrack. So, sasabihin mo na, oh, this uh, business card and everything will give you 1 million conversion. Okay? From having a logo sa business card mo, etc. mga ganun. You can't actually track this, yung ganito na part. You can't track this. So, what I'm trying to say is, if hindi familiar yung client sa industry, mahihirapan ka. Bakit magva-value-based ka? And then, hindi swak yung value-based mo eh. Kasi paano mo yan itatrack? Alright? So, paano mo itatrack? So, magkakaroon dito nung sinasabi nila na, anong bias yan? Yung co- uh, co- best cost alternative, yung sinasabi sa marketing. Anong ibig sabihin? So, bakit kita babayaran, Ivy, ng $1,000 sa business card ko or logo ko kung makukuha ko kay Ronalee ng $100 yon. So, si Ronalee ang best cost alternative ko kasi hindi ko nakita yung value nun. Ay economic value niya sa business ko. So, pwedeng, there's a lot of factors. Pwedeng nagkulang ka. Paano mo explain yun properly? Pwedeng wala kang binigay na metrics how you're going to track that one. Pwedeng hindi mo present. Ano ba yung problema? Bakit kailangan gawin? Okay? But guys, yung rebranding, iba yun. I'm pretty sure matatrack yun, yung rebranding identity. But what I'm trying to say is yung mga peripherals dito or yung mga, ano mong tawag niyan, yung mga business cards and et cetera, mahirap yun. Okay? Mahirap yun. Mahirap yun i-prove as a value-based pricing. So, eto, ang suggestion ko, gagamitin mo yung value-based pricing, guys, if ganito. You have established a baseline reputation. Hindi ko naman sinasabi na dapat matagal ka na, but it could also help. But baseline reputation is, if you're not long in this industry or wala kang masyadong proof, ang gagawin mo is ilalagay mo yung mga previous works mo. Okay? Ilalagay mo kahit tatlo yan. So, if you have established a reputation na kaya mo talagang ibigay to sa kanya, then go for it. Consider the value-based pricing. Okay? So, sasabihin mo, ang value niya is, oh, for example, ang value-based pricing, guys, ganito ha, 100,000 yung nakikita mong economic value nung mangyayari sa client mo. So, mag-iisip ka ng value-based pricing na 20% or 10% nung 100,000 na economic value na mabibigay mo. So, what is that? Um, sabihin natin, uh, ilan ba yun? 10% ng ano? 100,000? 10,000? Something. So, sabihin mo, $10,000 yung cost ng service ko. Kasi ang estimated economic value na mabibigay ko sa'yo is $100,000. So, I'm going to get 10% of it. Okay? So, yun yung uh, value-based pricing mo, kumbaga. So, if you have established a baseline reputation, then go for it. Do the value-based pricing. And of course, ito yung sinasabi ko, value-based pricing is napakaganda sa mga marketing, marketing strategies. Kasi makikita mo yung impact sa revenue. Anong ibig ko sabihin? If you are an e-commerce specialist, for example, you're a social media specialist and nag-run ka ng mga ads sa e-commerce. So you can say, this is the impact sa revenue mo. Okay, I'm going, uh, this is an estimated value. If I do this service, if I run this ad sale, you're going to earn 200000 for this campaign. So I need, 
my value based pricing for that one is 20% of your 200,000 per month. Okay? So that's your value based pricing. So there is an impact revenue na makikita talaga. So go for it guys, do the value based pricing. Okay? And third is if you can provide proof nga or other tracking metrics in your own services, ko ano ba yan? So if you can provide that, for example, you're running a, a local lead management. If you can provide yung mga tracking metrics na yun, then go for it. Go for the value-based pricing. And ito, maganda ito eh, kasi nakikita yung value. Right? So that's it. Only use those things. Uh, there might be a lot of factors, uh, which is, I think, uh, nilagay ko sa kurso. But these are three of the most important things when you are going to use the value-based pricing. Margaret, papano kung hindi kami makakagamit ng value-based pricing or hindi pa kami like um, very confident to do that or wala pa kaming mga established reputation? This is what you're going to do and which is I really, really like then. This is my favorite pricing method. Re retainer plus performance metric. Okay? So anong difference ng value-based pricing sa performance metric na sinasabi ko? Yung value-based pricing, guys, is estimated. All right? estimated value na ibibigay mo sa client. The performance metric is the actual value. So, paano yun? So, a retainer. For example, like in my case, I start with 2,500 per month. Okay? Uh, Australian dollars. So, um, I'm, a, I'm a digital marketing strategist, di ba? So, ang performance metric ko na ibibigay is leads. So, leads is like um, potential clients, di ba? Sa isang, ano, sa isang uh, company. So, yun ang performance metrics ko. So, my retainer fee of 2500 plus performance metric na um, we're going to put a price on it. Say, for example, one, uh, so, $1 per lead. Okay? Per lead. The performance metric. So, by the end of this month, magbibigay ako ng uh, report sa client ko. Hey, so we got, hey, Rodara, this is my report. Hey, Excuse me, this is what happened to the lead generation technique that we did. So we had like 100 leads uh, came in. Sayo, pumasok sa inyo, sa business mo. So uh, this is my uh, invoice for uh, this month. So how much is the invoice now? So retainer fee, 2,500 plus performance metric is $1 per lead. The lead that you delivered is 100 leads. So that is $100. So 2,500 plus $100 is 2,600 Nah. Yung bayad sa'yo that time. Okay? So, that is performance metric. Bakit ko sinabi na maganda to? Kasi bakit actual value, kitang-kita. Kitang-kita talaga. And ang napakaganda nito, once the the ano, the ano business grows, guys, um, pwede ka na dun sa value talaga. Eh. Kung ilan ba yung binibigay mo na economic estimated value din, isasalim mo na siya. So, it's part of your ano na, strategy sa pricing mo. So, yun. These are the three things. These are the three things that I suggest that the class of pricing that will work. So what are those? The per hour pricing, but you have to take note. Papano ka mag-arrive sa ganon or else malulugi ka. Okay? So you have to take note. The first one I said, the simple pricing formula. So the per hour pricing, mo could you could use that as a baseline, of course. Next is your fixed rate, mo. Dapat may ganon ka and or per project rate, mo. And then, of course, you have to uh, consider the value-based pricing. But take note kung kailan mo lang siya gagamitin. Okay? And fourth is the retainer and performance metric. Okay? This is a really, really good pricing technique. Okay? This is actually best na kung medyo may experience ka na din talaga. Okay? So, 
that's it guys those are the pricing methods that work based on my experience and my experience na aking mga um, members then or staff sa a and d so any questions um just let me know in the comments below Ayun, sinabi ko kanina, yung sample ko kanina sa retainer plus performance metric. So, yun nga. I just want to uh, make it clear that the client is paying you for your knowledge, skills, time, etc. So guys, be confident with your prices. Okay? Regardless ano yung free, ano mo, yung um, service mo. So, be confident with your prices. And I'd like you to know that you have to err on the side of more profit than less profit. Kaya nga, fina-factor in natin yung taxes, monthly expenses, and yung mga non-billable factors mo. Because it's better to always err on the side of more profit than less profit or else nalulugi ka sa freelancing business mo. Okay? So, that's it. That's it for tonight. Uh, a simple pricing formula and other methods that you could apply. And if you want to know more, as I've said, this is only 5% of the Filipino freelancers course. I mean, Filipino freelancers marketing Bible pala. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show and found content helpful, insightful, or entertaining. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, guys, please feel free to reach out to us on our Discord, YouTube, or Facebook platforms. Just search for Article and Design. If you want to go to the next level, check out our website, articleanddesign.com, and be an Andy Pro member. Until next time, you super freelancers, stay grounded. Bye! Oh, hey, you're still here. <laughs> Can you give us a minute and leave us a review on our Facebook page? Thank you so much.